Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast episode number 42. Sitting across the table from me tonight is Maddie. What's up? And to my right, as always, is Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? Tonight we are missing the Doctor of Philonomics, but he may call in. He might call in. So we'll see if he shows up. Um, let's just kick this shit off tonight with some news. Who wants to oh, Greg start? Greg says he's calling right now. That motherfucker just right in the middle of the I news. Know, we, I mean, do we, we may even just want to restart <laughs> and introduce everybody, but I think he's trying to call through. I told him to call FaceTime. through the other thing. This is great. We should just leave this all. Who cares? I mean, it's unended. Well, it's oh, not, oh, here we go. Ooh, oh, there's the ring. Here we go. Allow. Is this a call coming from inside the house? <laughs> this is Greg calling to ruin the cast. That fart. All right. Hey. Hey, hey. All right. Hey, there he is. Ooh, we hear him. We do hear you. Now, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm not going to say unfortunately Greg just joined us. I was, what I was going to say is, unfortunately, <laughs> Greg, you're going to be staring at the ceiling because uh, just technical stuff. Such is. All right. Hey, Greg, do you have news? Well, are you guys in the news segment? Well, we, we haven't we actually, started. You just interrupted it. so We just got done with introductions. Yeah. Oh, very good. Wow. So, hey, everybody. Okay. There's uh, there's the Dr. Filmonomics himself, Greg the what's Movie up, Guy. What's up? Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about some news. You want to start, Patrick? I can start. Let's start. Uh, this actually is bouncing off something that Maddie reported uh, on one of the last Frightcasts with Jordan Peele bringing back the Twilight Zone. Yeah. And actually, they just announced that they are remaking one of their most popular episodes, which is the Nightmare at 20,000 Feet. The which, plane, yeah, the plane with, episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, plane yeah. episode yeah. with William Shatner. And they have cast Adam Scott in the William Shatner role. That could be kind of oh, interesting. Oh, good choice. Yeah, yeah. I think choice. so as well. I think so as well. So that could be pretty cool. That's against type casting, too. He's not, he's, he's not a horror genre. Well, he did Krampus, didn't he? Did he did Krampus, but I mean, that's that was and, kind and of And then horror. what was that other one he did that was comedy horror- the one with the little uh, kid yeah, that was very Omen-esque. Yep. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think yeah. of the, the name of it. Yeah. But yeah, was that your one? Was that your first one? That, that was my first well, one. I've got they, three, but I don't know if we need to jump on all of them. Are they like remaking a lot of the Twilight Zone episodes, or are they going to have I new episodes? Not. I hope they have new episodes, yeah. okay. but I think that's such an iconic one that maybe they kind of felt they had to. Yeah. I don't hey, know. Greg, do you have news? You know, I actually do. Oh, yeah, go with one, dude. So I came across an article. I was skimming through Facebook yesterday. Or not yesterday, but a couple days ago. And I came across an article that said that they were going to remake the movie Wrong Turn. And yeah. I died inside. Uh, yeah. No. I died inside. I think actually because, casting's been done. Mm, just, no. Stop. No. Stop. Well, they, they ended the franchise at six. So it's done. They're making no more. So if you want more Wrong Turn movies, which I don't know why you would, they're going to have to start at square one. And and kind of make those over again. That's all you're gonna get. So right. So I just leave it alone. That you know, I, I attempted to watch Wrong Turn Two Dead End for our Halloween Thirty One marathon. I made it 15 minutes before I wanted to punch not only myself in the face but three <laughs> of three of the characters in the face. I have all six. So, if you want to see any more of them, Greg. Ugh. No. All right. Well, they. I would like to say they get There's better. Six but, wrong turns. Yeah. There's six of them. There, there was a major wrong turn in there somewhere. Yeah. There's six of those. <laughs> it I was mean, after the first one. Yeah. So uh, I, I, uh, one of the news segments I have, since we're so close to Halloween, I, I thought I'd share a little Halloween news. Um, not the movie, but the actual holiday. Yeah, save that um, rage. <laughs> save the rage. Save the rage. <laughs> um, a petition has been filed and now has 24,000 signatures to change the date of Halloween to the last Saturday of the month. This is mainly people are filing this for safety reasons because so many kids, I guess, get hurt on Halloween due to parents letting them trick or treat by themselves or not uh, wearing bright enough costumes, not having flashlights. So the, the people signing the petition are saying it's mainly for safety reasons. The people that are kind of against the petition are mainly saying they want to do that because they feel like they can sell more candy and costumes 
because it's not on a school night, so more kids will go out. They will stay out later, therefore selling more candy and the uh, the holiday being safer in general. That's well, such would, horseshit. We all know you just want to get high and drunk and not have exactly to do That's exactly what I was just thinking. You want to have it on a Saturday night so you can party all night at these and, costume parties and, and everything else. That's fine. Like, I know Halloween does have some sort of, like, history where it's it was like a sacred day it's a commercial holiday now we all know it it's fine it's still a religious holiday to somebody it's it's fine hail satan it's all cool but no (laughs) i don't i think that would be actually a great idea to have it the last saturday of the month it's and because i'm one of those people i want to go out and get messed up and not have to go in with raccoon eyes the next day and be like oh it's all good give me that report yeah well (laughs) i mean great that it's on my kids are like, Dad, why does Halloween always fall on a goddamn school night? Like, we are they get... really saying a goddamn school Sometimes. Night? His kids, um, sure. <laughs> um, they're like, we gotta, we can only trick or treat till like 7, 8 o'clock, and then we got to get up at 6 o'clock the next morning, and I'm tired, and I want to stay up all night and eat candy. And for kids' sake, for kids' sake, it's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> and they can go out on the Saturday, they can trick or treat, and um, uh, they don't have to get up the next day. Yeah. But it's been, for me... October 31st for as many years as I've been alive. Mm-hmm. And to change it, just, I mean, it, it wouldn't feel the same. It, right. It, it, it wouldn't, the, but the I thirty first like... is The 31st is an iconic day, and it just, it needs to stay. I don't know. I feel like I always celebrate Halloween, like, the weekend before exactly. or after. So, like, yeah. even though it would always be the 31st in my head, like, at the same time, I'm normally doing my celebration stuff before or after. Yeah. So. And if it wasn't on the 31st, how could how could the asylum schedule the day for Michael Myers to be moved to another exactly. uh, another uh, there's, hospital? They're going to they're gonna have to re-edit Halloween and change that date. What the fuck is what are you doing, doing over there? Greg? What? Are you oh. blowing bubbles? Or what are you, what are <laughs> what you are doing? You doing? Are, you, are you unboxing something with another box inside of it? <laughs> oh, that's all we can I'm, hear is, is rattling over yeah, there. What are you... Um, so that was that was right, one of my so news. You got another one, Patrick? I, I do, I do. Uh, the script for Labyrinth sequel is uh, done, and they've slated <laughs> Fetty Alvarez to direct it. That's going to be awesome. Fetty Alvarez is awesome. Yeah, he is. I love all his shit. So I thought that so. was kind of interesting. And then I I had another one. Victor Miller, the original writer of Friday the Thirteenth, recently rewon the rewon we won. Rewon, yeah, the he rights, re-won? yeah, he rewon the rights back to his creation, and we'll be working on a reboot with LeBron James Spring Hill Production Studio. I cannot what wait. The- that, I hope LeBron but James I- plays Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I swear to God, no, 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 please no. But, let that happen. But it is co-produced by Vertigo, so. Uh, they're they're the people who made it. So awful. I, I will it watch is. that as long as LeBron only foots the bill. If he touches any creative aspect yeah. on that, I'm going to fly out to LA and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be a train wreck yes. before it even starts. I, it really is. Yeah, I think so, what tr- I think what he's trying to do is get on the reboot of Halloween. Yeah, see if it can be as successful as that. But yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, scary. Yeah. Um, well, Greg's sister continues to flush the toilet or whatever he's doing over there. We don't know what's going um, on over there. I got one more news story. Jamie Lee Curtis is set to return to Halloween again. Uh, she says that she's on board if Danny McBride and David Gordon Green are involved. And the two writers have already said they've had a story in mind of how to continue it. Even before Halloween 2018 came out, that's I'm I'm gonna rage here. So I'm we're, just gonna, we're gonna get I'm to gonna what you've been go. watching, and, yeah. and we'll just let yeah. you take so, over the microphone. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let the rage out during the news. So, Greg, you got another news story? That was it, just the one. All okay, right. let's well, move. You yep. know what happened though? You introduced the news, and there was no news Ooh. segment music coming in. I'm okay with that. Ooh, ooh, no. Let me finish it. Let me uh, finish it. That was the news, Greg. <laughs> it's the news. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. For Just that. for you, Josh. I know. Just for you. Um, hey, we watched the trailer tonight. I don't know if Greg watched it, but we sure as shit did. Greg, have you, you watched not. that trailer? Okay, well... Wait, wait, wait. No, which which trailer was it? Sorry. The Curse of Ya Yorona. La Llorona. Yes, I did. I apologize. Yes, I did, because I had recommended the, we watch that one. The Curse of My Sharona. My Sharona. So, uh, Greg, you did watch it? I did, yes. Did you want to start then? Because you were I, the I don't have a lot to 
Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about it. The only uh, cool thing about this is I remember when I was in college many, many moons ago learning uh, in my Spanish class about this actual curse. So I need to go back and dig through my notes from Spanish class if they still exist and uh, kind of re-remember what this is all about and see how a movie turns out about it because I I really liked the trailer. I thought it was very uh, very intriguing. I liked that really long shot on the car. And just the, the kind of going back and forth between the windows and the two kids in the car. <laughs> this is why I come to Lincoln. It's like that. It's like that interview with the the guy whose kids keep coming Ow. into the back, and the and the wife's trying to <laughs> shuffle the kids back out of the room. Right. So it's it's it looks intriguing from the trailer. I'm I'm excited because it brings about some. Uh, some nostalgia for me from actually learning something through my Spanish class. So I'm excited to kind of check it out. The only thing I learned in my Spanish class was how to order beer. That's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> uh, how do we do that? Uh, how do we do that? Dos cervezas. All right. Before. I remember useless phrases. Shut like, up. Like, <laughs> I said two. <laughs> I remember useless phrases like saca la lengua. Which is all right. All right. I already, already. This is going to go south, Patrick. No, this is no. This is stick out your tongue. Okay. I, why? Why would I remember that? Um, why did I, you learn that? I couldn't even <laughs> tell you, Maddie. What do you think about the actual trailer? <laughs> My Spanish teacher also taught with puppets, and this was in college. Oh, what the? F- there you sexy. go. Uh, go, uh, um, Maddie. <laughs> that sounds like a horror movie all on its own. Yeah, I am. Really creeped out. Um, I actually, I think I've said before, I'm kind of hot or cold on the whole Conjuring universe and everything. It's not my absolute favorite, but I actually thought this movie looked interesting. Um, I didn't watch The Nun. I didn't really have any interest in it, but I do like possession movies. And And I probably misled you when I said that the guy, when we were talking about Conjuring universe thing, uh, because it's. This one is directed by the guy who's going to direct Conjuring 3. Oh, then I just can't pay attention or listen, guys, no, and this I... has nothing to do with shit. But it looks... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it still kind of ties in, I think. I don't... Who fucking knows? But anyway, um, I thought this movie looked interesting. I wouldn't rush out and see it, but I don't know. As I said, I like possession movies. Mm-hmm. I think they're really cool, and this kind of reminded me of one. And Greg's right. The shot on that car was really cool. Mm-hmm. The whole the windows coming down and mm-hmm. everything. So I think I'll check it out. I need to know when this movie takes place because of the. I mean, because it was rolling the windows down as opposed to power windows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and I couldn't really tell by the costumes that they were wearing or anything yeah. like that. Well, it's kind of- well that and the the actual setting of it because it could be taking place somewhere in like Mexico or oh, something. True. Which yeah, that could set back too. Well, that mm-hmm. was kind of like. That piece of shit movie we watched the other week, uh, Murder Party, where I couldn't tell when it was set and it bothered me. And like same thing here. I'm like, I need to know like what year this is. Otherwise, I'm going to be like just confused, I guess. Murder Party is the uh, movie that got me put in movie jail. So thanks for <laughs> bringing that back in, Manny. Oh, it's um, fine. I'll be there too <laughs> yeah. eventually. Um, Patrick's looking some stuff up. So um, I'm going to drop my two cents really quick. I thought there was a lot of cool imagery uh, in the film, but nothing really new um, that I was super excited about. I feel like horror right now is like really saturated with these kinds of films, you know, haunting on Netflix and haunting of Hill house on Netflix and possession of Hannah Grace and 900 other possession movies that are really coming out this year anyway. But it's smart because it's easy and it's cheap to make these kind of movies and they sell. So you're going to get a good return generally on this kind of movie without putting a lot into it. There was a lot of jump scares that I just thought were like fails. I've seen, there's been some jumps scares in some trailers that I've been legit pushback on the jump, but there was a couple in here and they were just awful. Yeah. They were not, they were from a mile away. You, you just, you know, they're coming. So it, it, that's, that's exactly it. You know, they're coming. The kids staring off into darkness. Of <clears throat> yeah. course, something's going to pop out of the darkness. Yeah. and come get them. I, I got to tell you that one of the most effective jump scares I've seen in a trailer recently is Pet Cemetery, And it was a goddamn semi. It was a semi, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was the, it was the noise, not even the it, semi. Exactly. It was the, yeah. You know, it, so I don't think it was quite as effective in this trailer. Yeah. And I'm <clears throat> honestly OK with like having jump scares that don't really work. And I don't know why, except for I don't like jump scares. I think they're cheap because mm-hmm. like just it's just a noise and a flash anyone can do that it yeah. doesn't take any great horror making skills but like i think if you have those in there 
but they're not flashy and obnoxious i think it's fine i think it adds to more of like the creepy atmosphere mm-hmm. that i think is more effective than having you. like just shit popping out everywhere mm-hmm. like and you don't want any you don't want like i don't want i'm not looking for 20 jump scares in a hour and a half long movie but if you're gonna pop two in there put two in there that are gonna be effective mm-hmm. and and push people back and I know you're not a huge fan of jump scares really either, Patrick, but... You know, th- for me, the most effective jump scares are sounds. Yeah. Because those seem to get me more than anything else. But if it's a visual jump scare, it usually doesn't get me at yeah. all. I'm not a big fan of seeing stars that I know in movies like this. Mm-hmm. However, this one has Linda Cardellini in it. And I think she's a very, very talented... Yes, Greg, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> Greg's on the phone clapping. I think she's a very, very talented actress, but I don't think she's so mainstream that it takes away from this movie. So I'm kind of looking forward to it in that sense and seeing her getting back out because I don't know that she's done a lot lately. And for those of you who don't know who that is, she was in Freaks and Geeks. She was in Grandma's Boy, a couple other things. She had a she had a brief role in Avengers Age of Ultron. That's right. Yep. That's probably the most recent one I've seen her. She was also I take that back. She was also in the Netflix series crap i can't think of the name of it crap was a the netflix, netflix series, series. <laughs> yeah crap it was straight garbage <laughs> i'm sure they made it <laughs> there was a boat on fire on the picture I, I can picture that i can't think of the name of the show though it was called boat on fire <laughs> with crap on it with crap on it <laughs> crappy boat on fire we'll the, go with the that. crap boat on fire <laughs> um yeah is that everybody's kind of thoughts on that that trailer who's, so, who's yeah, gonna so, go see I was gonna it say from the trailer who's gonna see it yeah no, I won't go. Yeah. I won't go rush out and see it. It'll probably be a rental or streaming. Yeah, there's a legit trailer I saw called "The Position of Hannah Grace" during uh, when I went and saw Halloween, mm-hmm. and that looked oh. fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's um, really that good. is like that trailer was legit. So if you're gonna make me pick between the two. Uh, I want to go see Hannah Grace yeah. over Lala Rona every day of the week. And I think that was one that I suggested because I know how much Greg loves possession exorcism yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> ha. Dead state. Ha, ha. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. What do you, uh, let's talk about uh, real quick. We're going to mix our, our what we've been watching really kind of with our topic because they kind of go hand in hand. So we've been doing a 31 day horror challenge. It's almost over. I failed miserably. But we're going to kind of mix that in with what we've been watching. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know really if we want to kind of round robin, like the maybe handful of ones that we've seen yeah, that we're I like, was... I love that one. Well, I think, there's, um, I think there's one movie we have in common that three of us have seen. Yeah. Uh, that we probably want to take five minutes. Five minutes. Because I know, Josh, you could probably go on for 20 minutes about Cut how me much... off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm timing you. Yeah. Exactly. I'm looking That's at it? the Just screen. 20? No, I could we could do a two hour cast on Halloween, but nobody wants <laughs> he that. He got so. a little bit of it out before yeah. we got on. So, um, we'll, we'll hit Halloween last. Is that sure, fair? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap it with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maddie, let's let's start with with you. As I've said before, I've been focusing on like independent shorts, um, short <laughs> films. I have I have been watching a couple full length movies, but not a ton. Um, And I've kind of been seeing a little bit of a trend in these movies, and it kind of ties into that article I sent you guys. I'm not sure if anybody read it about why horror movies are kind of big right now, and it's because people think they're easy to make. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the shorts that I've seen... I think Greg and Emily just got back from Ikea and they're putting like <laughs> like a, a China hutch together or something like that. You know, I raised home so that I could be a part of this and you're ripping up. <laughs> <laughs> why, you, why should that be any different than any other time you're on? You're uh, on I don't know, but God damn it, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway... The article basically says that horror movies are considered easy to make, so a lot of people just make them because they think they make a lot of money. And what I saw with a lot of these shorts is the ones that were well done as far as how they looked and sounded and everything were not very good content-wise. Like, they looked amazing. You could tell, like, they got people, like, legitimate actors Mm -hmm. and not assholes on Craigslist. Like, you can just tell that they put a lot of time and effort to how the movie looked but then it was just a cliche the whole movie was just a horror mm-hmm. movie cliche like there was one movie i watched i couldn't tell you the name of it right now that was the monster was literally someone crouched over with like a towel on them or something and i was like you lazy <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> but the movies that had awesome stories and awesome ideas 
were not very well done. So oh, I don't wow. know if that kind of says something about independent films in general. So or... do you, would you rather see something visually appealing or would you rather have a story that you I, I'd like follow? I'd like the whole package. <laughs> yes, but, but if you had to pick. I, I would rather have the idea of it I and the story because, like, I think you can have a cool-looking movie, but still it falls flat. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't want all style and mm-hmm. no substance. That's like dating a really hot person with a shitty personality. <laughs> <laughs> like, eventually you're not going to be interested yeah. anymore. You don't know how many times I've heard that. Yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> um, have you have you seen a, whore or a short that you would like to see made into a feature? A couple, if they were done well. And one of them was called Don't Look Away. And it was about this girl that was looking out and there was just a person hanging out in her backyard. And she calls her dad and is like, Dad, there's some creepy dude out here. And he's I thought like, the creature for that looked pretty cool. He was almost like the gunny really, sack on yeah, his head. Yeah, it was really like that. cool. Yeah. yeah, there was a couple ideas. Yeah, I tried to keep up with her, with her okay. shorts. <laughs> as she was, okay, cool. I was trying to keep up with your shorts. Yeah, keep out of my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, I, as you posted it. This isn't that kind of marathon. Exactly. <laughs> oh, believe me, it wouldn't be a marathon. Anyway... Anyway, but like my top, Jesus, my top ones that I really liked and this, my first one is not a short, but it also kind of goes against what I said about the style versus substance. I loved the void. I have no idea what oh. I watched. That was the biggest acid trip tool music video. What the fuck thing I've ever seen really? in my life. You, but I loved the I wanted wow. to, I wanted to hate that one and I couldn't. I did yeah. not like that Like we were oh. sitting there. I watched it with my boyfriend and like about 20 minutes in we were like, I don't know what's going on, but this this is really cool. And then like we just kept saying every like tw- 20 minutes, they'll wrap this up, right? They'll wrap this up, right? Like it'll come together eventually, right? And yeah. it never came yeah, together, really. but it was yeah. so cool looking. Like the whole movie was just absolutely like visually, I thought really cool. So I guess that kind of blows <clears throat> my style versus substance, mm-hmm. but this had style, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you watched a short today by one of my favorite filmmakers, yes. kind of YouTube filmmakers, Drew Daywalt. Uh, makes legit horror shorts. Yeah. And I don't know if he's done a feature yet or not, but he has got some stuff on YouTube that is just straight fire. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, look that guy up. Yeah. Bedfellows was the one I watched. And I actually, I even said on the post, I had no idea this was actually a short because I had seen like the clip of it mm-hmm. roaming the internet for years and it was just kind of a joke. And yeah. then I just, it was on the list and I was like, Oh, I know what that looks like. Yeah, look at look at uh, his other stuff too, because uh, yeah. Bedfellows is actually probably one of the lower um, end ones. Uh, he's got some really good stuff. Yeah, so. a couple others that I really enjoyed was one called Closet Space, and it wasn't a scary movie, but it was. It was made by the same people that made Lights Out. Oh, okay. Well, I think they. I liked because I watched Lights Out, and I was mm-hmm. just like, but um, I thought Closet Space was really interesting, although like. So the premise is this woman's got this closet that whatever you put in there, it like doubles. And she's like putting useless shit in there. I'd be throwing cash in there. I'd be throwing puppies in there. I'd be throwing expensive cheese in there. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> cheese? Cheese? All right. Yeah. Uh, The other one I really liked was a film called Jigsaw. That one was one that was actually really well done. We watched that a while back. And was... um, had an interesting story. The other one that I'm going to touch on real quick is called Waterborne. It had zombie kangaroos in it, guys. I do not like zombie movies. What? Yeah, it was zombie kangaroos. Yeah, it had zombie kangaroos. And as I said, I don't like zombie movies, but like, I love movies that just kind of own their ridiculousness, which is why Freddy vs. Jason is like my favorite movie. Now, I had seen Jigsaw a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and it is beautiful. And it's a great story. Mm-hmm. It's just really, really good. So I suggest seeing that one. Yeah, if you yeah we'll watch that. that as a, group. The, a lot of these shorts, what I did notice kind of overall is the writing was a little clunky on a lot of them. And I think it was because very few of these movies had a lot of dialogue. And I think they just had to get so much background and story and what little dialogue they had. So it just kind of seemed really, really rushed or they just like 
talked too much or they had too much information in one like sentence or something because that was something with the jigsaw that I was kind of like what be quiet dude so I think that was kind of (laughs) and I'm in the middle of a short right now the Russian sleep experiment that is a longer short I think it's like 30 minutes and I kind of think 30 minutes might be like the ideal short film time and I know Hmm. we've talked about that before but I think it lets people get a little more time in and a little more, you know, what's going on. Because there were a couple of these that I'm like, this isn't a complete film. It's a scene from something. It doesn't wrap it up. It doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I think, I don't know, maybe like 20 to 30 minutes is kind of like that ideal time. Yeah. Okay. Patrick? Um, I'm going to try to keep mine short because I know we want to take some time to talk about the thing we saw this weekend. As always, I challenged myself to see movies that I've never seen before, and I did 31 movies that I'd never seen before, and some of them stood out as uh, ones that I would suggest to this group that maybe we review later on. Mm-hmm. One of them, in fact, we're doing tonight. The one that I'm still going to throw out there is Incident in a Ghostland, made by the same filmmaker who made Martyrs. And uh, I know I probably don't want to see Martyrs because it's, yeah, not, you do. it's not my cup of tea, <laughs> but... This one was really, really good. So if you have a chance, see that one. It's called Incident in a Ghostland, or it's also called Ghostland. They changed the name a few times. That's fine. Cool. Um, uh, uh, no, Greg, that's Greg, it for me. Yeah, uh, that's until we get to our main one. Until we get to okay. that uh, one. Greg, that we you, you got a couple about. you want to toss out? Yeah, I'm actually I'm scanning through the uh, our, our list of all the stuff that we've watched here, and I'm actually... I'm really surprised we haven't had more duplicates than we have. That's actually really impressive, given the the number of people that we have in our group. So just kind of flipping through here, I, I kind of went uh, on the same path as Patrick, where I wanted to catch up on a bunch of movies that I had never seen, more so classic horror films than just new ones that I hadn't seen. And uh, I, I'm ending the month uh, with 15 brand new movies that I had never seen. I have 16 priors that I've seen, but I also had one television series in there that I uh, just started and added as uh, my 30th entry. So I'll kind of start there and work my way backwards, only because the, the TV series that I'm watching is one that we had announced a while back, and I've been kind of excited and intrigued to check it out once it came out, and that was The Chilling, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This TV series is nothing like you would expect. Like It is dark beyond dark. And I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> it's It's been great. I'm only three episodes in, and I can't wait to just finish off the series. It's it's that good. So within those, uh, just kind of going through, I'm going through my star ratings right now. And I, I had a lot more four and a half star movies on here that I was anticipating I would have. And even one five star was a brand new movie that I watched was Pet Cemetery. I'm kicking myself for not having seen this movie up until this point, but I've seen it now and I'm excited for the remake and I don't know that I'll probably ever watch it again because I don't want to be that scared ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of my other favorites on there, there's, there's a list of movies that I have to watch around this time. Strangers is one of them. Obviously Halloween I'm saving for Halloween, the new one, or excuse me, the, uh, the 1978 version did go and see the, uh, the new one. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Got to go back and rewatch uh, As Above, So Below, and it, it took a different turn because the first time I had watched it was the first time I had seen it. But when I went into this viewing, I got to view it from the perspective of the uh, what was it, the Nine Circles of Hell, Patrick, that yep. you had yep. come across. Yep. And that that added a whole new level of viewing this movie, and it just it made me like it that much more. And then uh, going back and watching the old Universal monster movies. Dracula probably was the shining star out of that entire thing. Bela Lugosi is just a fucking creepy guy (laughs) and just absolutely loved that one. Chernobyl Diaries was a surprise for me. I wasn't expecting to like that and actually really loved it. Let's see. Oh, uh, one uh, Josh has been recommending for me to watch for a long time was Pet. And I finally got around to seeing that. It was pleasantly surprised by how that one turned out. That was a great story. Yeah, that was a good one because there was a twist in there towards the end and it just yeah. worked really really yeah, it was well really nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the last one that i want to give a nod to is i just correct me if i'm wrong is one that you really didn't like and that was it follows yeah i fucking hate that movie <laughs> i i don't yeah. know what like the premise of it is fantastic i i love the uh i don't know if you call it a mythology but the 
you have to sleep with somebody in order to pass this curse on and you got to keep it going. Otherwise it comes back and returns and basically kills you. And it's just, it was an interesting way to look at some, it's uh, like a paranormal type situation. And I, I really liked it. So I, I don't know what your situation is, but yeah. I'd love to discuss it with you sometime. Listen, yeah. That movie ended up uh, that and the witch two years in a row. I think it was two years back to back the witch and it followed mm-hmm. landed on a bunch of people's number one spot in their top 10. When we did our top 10, that those movies were just on a lot of people's, like they were number one. And I was like, what mm-hmm. are you seeing in these movies that are entertaining you? Because they're fucking boring. They're I, really boring. I hate and, the witch. I've gone on. I think you guys have seen my comments on that movie a no. lot. They can all nibble my sack. Everyone who and made that movie it was don't fucking terrible. Get me wrong because I watched that movie for our 31 day challenge and I still fucking hate that movie as fun as it is to look at because it visually it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Oh, I would um, agree with that. It yeah. is yeah, fucking really cool. great to look at. But that movie is boring and uh, it, it's too long to be that boring and it follows is right it follows the witch it fucking is boring it was just i could not Mm -hmm. get into it there's nothing about that movie that was i I was looking forward to watching one more minute of that shit i couldn't do it and and again i've watched that movie multiple times because i like to torture myself (laughs) and hope to god that maybe next time i'll like it and i don't i don't I've been meaning to give it another chance because I'm like you. I just couldn't get into it because I thought it was boring and it follows. I will never watch The Witch again. Again, fuck that. Yeah. So, so, Josh, what's that explanation of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? I'm, I'm right there, man. Just, okay. Don't get me wrong. I will admit it. It's, I'm not right in my head. But the movies I watched, uh, are we done, Greg? Redone. I, I don't. I, don't I wanted to give one more nod Go. to one Go. of my all-time favorite horror movie, horror comedy movies, and that's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Have to watch yeah. it because I love yeah. it. Um, I am maybe twenty-five movies into this thing, so I'm going to fail miserably unless I just take the route of Maddie and watch six short films, which I might do. Works but, smarter, not harder. Yeah, I, I officially <laughs> suck at this right now. But some highlights that I have watched, I also, like Patrick, tried to do the, I'm going to watch new movies. I'm going to watch movies I have not seen. And then I fell so far behind, I was like, fuck it. Just bring me the ones I've seen so I can bang through them and write a little bit of a, a side note and then move on to the next one. So my goal, I failed at that too. But uh, some of the movies that I have to watch or I feel like I should watch during this challenge is um, um, I watched The Monster Squad. That's just a movie that's uh, nostalgic for me. When I would, when I was a kid, that was a movie that I'd go and rent from the video store. Yes, those used to exist. And I'd come home with it every weekend. So I love that movie. I watched Tusk because I just, that's just a movie that I have to watch. And it doesn't even have to be Halloween. That's just like a movie like, I need some background noise. I'm working on some shit. I'm going to throw in Tusk. It just, I, that it, movie entertains me. Um, Josh. Yeah. When I, I commented on your Monster Squad one, you only gave it three stars? I did, because it's not a perfect movie. There's problems with that movie, and I would love to see Shane Black do a remake of that movie. I know he's working on The Predator and shit right now, but I would love to see one of those guys, Fred Decker or Shane Black, take the Monster Squad and remake that shit for today, because I think it'd be uh, a cool, and I think it'd be something kind of cool to do for a new generation of, of, of kids. And it's, it's a nice, Monster Squad's a nice, like, intro to, like, mm-hmm. parents that are, are throwing out, my kid wants to get into horror, but I don't know what to show them. Show them the Monster Squad. That's a nice little slide into horror, because there's not a lot of shit that's, like, super scary in the movie, but there's just enough spots in there that, that'll give you a little bit of a, a spook. So, it's a nice little intro into horror films if you're, if your kid is wanting to get into that. But I have a list of, of a few things right now that I'm calling my, ugh list the list of i was really excited about these movies but they're dog shit so i wish i didn't watch them and the first one was a movie called 12 feet deep and uh it was about two sisters that get trapped in an olympic size swimming pool the uh the cover goes over like somehow they forget to get out of the pool or some shit even though the guy that's managing the place says get the fuck out of the pool i'm closing it's the holiday and he closes the cover and they get trapped underneath this cover um in this pool and there's a janitor lady that's just a dick and she will not 
open the cover unless they give her money or their jewelry or their cell phone or anything else they might have in that pool for whatever reason. She's just a dick and they're, they're dumb. They, they, they give her everything every time she asks for it and she still doesn't open the pool. So I was really excited about that movie. I followed it for a long time and I wish I didn't because it was awful. So I want that time back. I'll call that person whenever I need to call that person. Um, and the other one that's on my list is the first perch. I hope Marissa Tomei got a nice little paycheck for it, but that's about all that I got out of that movie. I wish they would have stopped at one, I guess. Uh, I like three, I guess, but there's just, there's no need to go that far into that franchise. So that's, that's my uh, list that uh, I watched that were movies that I just had not seen before. There's a handful of there that I hadn't seen before. Most of the movies I watched, I had seen. So uh, that was my list until we talk about Halloween. Right. And that's also on my uh, list. (laughs) So what we should do is probably once we're done with the marathon is post our recommendations. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, we should do that. So, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, so it is what we've been watching. At least three of us have watched it. Yeah. And I'm actually going to watch the timer on here because. Yeah, I'm uh, moderating (laughs) y'all. So amongst the three of us who've yeah. seen it, mm-hmm. we're going to keep this at five minutes. Five minutes. A piece or just a <laughs> Five minutes. Okay, five minutes. Uh, Josh, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I got you, Greg. It's like asking you to be like, Greg, one movie. It never happens. Um, All right. Well played. Well played. Okay, who wants to go? Okay, uh, we're, I, I'm looking Don't at this let thing. Me start. I'm just going to ask who wants to go first. You've got 10 seconds before we start. Greg, do you want to start? Go. You want yeah. me to start? Are you sure you want me to start? Because I'm Three seconds, two, and one. I got to tell you, uh, because I have not seen or really don't remember any of the sequels, even Rob Zombie's uh, remake or any of this other stuff, I was able to sit down and really enjoy this movie, even with its plot holes and everything else, because I loved the shift from the matriarchy to the patriarchy, from the patriarchy, excuse me, I loved the shift from the patriarchy to the matriarchy in this thing that they shifted a lot of things over to women empowerment. And that made me really, really enjoy this movie. Moving on. Go ahead, Greg. So I I really appreciated um, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and playing the role that she did being the, the badass ready for basically the apocalypse to come down. And I, I really was uh, intrigued by the uh, the meetup between her and Michael Myers. I wanted to see how that would entail. And watching Michael slash his way through this new Haddonfield was, uh, was just as entertaining as watching him slash through it the first time. I think my biggest take back or takeaway, not takeaway, my biggest drawback on this was there was a lot of the first Halloween in this movie and I feel like it, it kind of rode that path a little too closely for my liking. But, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciated it for what it was. I didn't go in with the bar set too high because I wanted to enjoy this. I wanted to see what they were going to do with this new quote-unquote sequel and how they were going to basically flush out, you know, two, four, five, three, four, five, and whatever else that they've done. So, you know, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the characters outside of Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. Uh, but I did enjoy the, uh, the policeman played by Will Patton, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, for, for what it was, it was a, it was a decent movie. All right. Yeah, Josh. I'm not going to go for very long. I'll be no, very I nice. Mean, I mean, you got three right? minutes. It's not this, it's not going to be the same rant that I gave before we jumped on this podcast because I feel like I got that out, but I'll, I'll, I'll hit some <laughs> points. Um, cause that was very angry and I apologize. So, I liked, let me just start with, I liked Halloween 2018 for what it was. Um, it was gory, gorier than, than ever. Uh, if you're comparing it to the 1978 version, there was some great gore in this movie. There were a ton of really great throwbacks to the, uh, the first one with the, the white sheet and the ghost and the, um, uh, the, the guy stuck to the wall with a knife and, mm-hmm. uh, oh, spoilers. Uh, Oh, sorry. Well, you know what? Fucking uh, spoilers. I guess I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know the rules. So I don't. Know, whatever. <laughs> um, 
there's a ton of great throwbacks. There's a there's a shot where the granddaughter's looking out the window mm-hmm. from the first one and sees Lori instead of Michael. Yep. I, yeah. So there's a ton of really great the, the clothesline with the sheets hanging and um and Michael coming through those. Like there's a ton of really great, awesome throwbacks to the very first 1978 Halloween. With that said, for a group of filmmakers that are asking you to forget every sequel from 2 through Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, fuck you. You cannot ask anybody to forget those movies and then reference them at every given goddamn turn like they're, they're, they're your idea. There's uh, this movie. I'm sorry. I said, we said spoiler, right? This movie ends like Halloween 2 and this movie ends like Halloween 4. And if you don't think it does, go back and watch Halloween 2 and Halloween 4 because they're the exact same goddamn ending. How much time do I got, Patrick? We have one minute. It's fine. I'll wrap this up really good. You <laughs> should go see Halloween 2018. Do not watch that movie thinking that you watch all the sequels because then you can reference it and then you can call Danny McBride and Danny Elfman or whoever else worked on this goddamn movie <laughs> and know. say, hey, look, guys, you cannot cheat me. I know you referenced Halloween 2, Halloween 4, H2O and every other goddamn Halloween movie in there. So that's all I have to say uh, about that. Let me just end with again. I did like this movie. OK, 30 seconds left. I love the role reversals in here where Jason and and uh, Laurie Strode kind of had some role reversals. I thought it had some great kills, even the off-screen kills, because they referred back to them by showing the deaths. And then also, I loved uh, the, the the theater was packed where I was, the audience reactions to those throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Because the generation of me mm-hmm. uh, really got it and, 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 and expressed their joy with those throwbacks where it was lost on the younger generation. And it was a nice reversal of Hunt and Hunter also. Right. The end. And the end. Proud of you. Uh, Patrick, that- I think you said Jason and you meant Michael. Oh, you know what? I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about Halloween and everybody has that problem. Um, it is the weirdest thing. Danny Elfman, I apologize. He did not work on this. Let <laughs> <laughs> um, me just take that back. David Gordon Green. And I knew that, but I was just on a rant. Let's talk about the loved ones really quick because we're going kind of. Oh, we're, we're running pretty long, but okay, you know good. what? We've had a lot to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Halloween. the loved ones. That was our feature. Patrick watched this one. Everybody was like, I think Maddie had already seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen it a handful of times. I'm not sure about Greg, but everybody was was 100% in on this movie. Like, let's yeah. watch that movie. With I that was said, I was in on it. However, I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'm going to step out of this and you guys can go for it you know greg this is one that uh, I'll, I'll get to the deets here in just a second but this is one i definitely suggest that you take the time to watch go back yeah, and watch it's it it's really good really okay yeah, it's, I yeah, I'll, fantastic I'll, I'll catch yeah i'll i'll watch it when i get the chance but it's been tough with my work schedule and all that oh, but uh, yeah, i will watch it that, especially with the the movie challenge going on and everything else so yeah Here's the deets, the loved ones. Uh, depending on where you are in this uh, in this world, it was originally released in 2009 in Australia, and then I think 2012 in the United States, and it's now streaming on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. When Brent turns down his classmate Lola's invitation to the prom, she concocts a wildly violent plan for revenge. She enlists her father's help to throw a prom of her own where she is queen and Brent is king, whether he likes it or not. The loved ones is what happens when puppy love goes horribly, violently wrong. That's a pretty good description. Yeah. IMDb rating 6.7. Metascore not available, which really surprised me hmm. because on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 98%. Damn. And the audience gave it a 74%. So that's still really, really high yeah, that's for Rotten great. Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to start? I'll jump in and just say I actually didn't rewatch this movie. I had an insanely busy weekend and I spent most of today recovering from that. So I didn't rewatch it, but I watched this movie within the last year. And I just want to highlight that there are very few horror movies that stick with me anymore because I watch so many that it kind of this one. There were parts of it that stuck with me. As I said before, we started the relationship between the father and daughter in this movie uh, made my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. That like, was creepy. It was the, in, like, 
that's the kind of shit I not the incest part. Jesus, I'm from or my family's from Arkansas. No, but I don't the wanna. way it makes you feel, that's what you enjoy. That's what I want in a horror movie. Is I want to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and that movie made me incredibly uncomfortable. Like it was. I mean, the gore was fun. I mm-hmm. think it was a it was a fun movie, but it just had that factor in it, that creep factor that I was like, ugh. Hard pass. Hard yeah. Pass. Yeah, that was. I think the acting was really good too. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. It was. I, I liked this movie yeah. a lot. I, I'm surprised I have never heard of this movie before. Yeah, it doesn't have a huge. I, I think it kind of has like a little underground cult following. Yeah. Because I think I found it on something. I random like, found it. See, yeah. I yeah. random found it on a, on a list actually because I was looking. When I do this, I look for, you know, movies that. Happened in the last year, whatever, and I just kept going through things like top whatever horror mm-hmm. movies. This happened to be on a couple of them, and I literally never heard of it before because, you know, 2009, 2012, that's quite a few years separate yeah. from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to say, I actually rewatched this because I enjoyed watching it so much the first time. Yeah. And you guys know me, I don't like torture movies, and this was a torture movie. Mm-hmm. It was. But there was something about it that really stuck with me, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because you had some comic relief with that weird side story that had nothing to do with it. The 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 friend the and the friend girlfriend. And the, yeah, yeah. The friend and the. It did the, have something to do with it, though. Did it? Yeah, they they tied it in at the end. So if you, sorry, Patrick, no, go, I didn't mean to I, jump. Yeah, if you I'm looking if you at flip, you strangely because yeah. I couldn't figure that. If out. you flip when she's flipping through the book, the girlfriend that's drinking and getting high and getting mm-hmm. sick and fucking random dudes and shit. Her brother was killed by that girl. He's in the book. So they show a picture of him and her with the family and stuff. He's in that book. Okay. That's the only tie-in? That's how they tie it in, though, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no need to show the prom and the car fucking and everything. But what I felt that that was relief from the other stuff. So I, I felt that it had a purpose. Yeah. Because the other stuff was so freaking intense. That it gave me some time to sit back and kind of laugh, you know, because like when they're going to prom and she starts grabbing his crotch and all this other mm-hmm. stuff that it, it did give you some sort of I don't want to say comic relief, but that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Well, like, I think what separates this movie from a lot of torture porns is like a lot of torture porn. There's not a whole lot of substance and story. And it. it's just kind of like, how can we gross people mm-hmm. out? But this one had. Yes, there was torture in it, but I wouldn't consider this a torture porn movie. I don't. Because I think it has that extra step, that mm-hmm. extra story and substance that, as I said, I love Saw, but yeah. it doesn't have that step, story, substance, everything else going on. It's just kind of. And they kind of yeah. gave Lola princess. We'll just call her princess because that's what daddy kept calling her was princess. <laughs> Can, let's No, we're not saying the daddy word on this podcast. <laughs> it was daddy. She called him daddy all the time. And that's, that's I true. Think, I think that's his listing on IMDb. The character's name, I think, is daddy. So I forgot where I was going on this. Uh, Lola. Lola, but what? That there was enough backstory with her because, you know, she's going, she has the scrapbook Mm -hmm. and that provides a lot of backstory without having to take a lot of exposition or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped develop her character, her daddy's character, even God, what was her name? Pretty Eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The older lady. The older lady that that it's obvious that he wasn't only abducting guys for his daughter. But he had also abducted someone for himself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. He, she never referred to her as mommy nope. or anything else like that. So, yeah, that was really kind of twisted. And then her just sitting there lobotomized was just crazy. Bright Eyes, that was her name, what they referred to her yeah. as. Yeah. Um. Uh, going back to, to Maddie, the first note on here we got was uh, the father-daughter relationship was, was just kind of – I think I don't even think weird's the word for it. It was just gives gross. Um, <laughs> and uh, you mentioned Game of Thrones earlier, and I was like, at least they pull the trigger in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they don't make it. Um, they don't make it weird. Yeah, this was just like straight weird things going on. It had a lot of really good gore in it. A lot of really good gore in it uh, that I, I, I enjoyed. The, uh, the 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 knife through the foot stuff and the the carving mm-hmm. into the chest and. Just all the all the stuff. My, I, there had a, there was a moment in there that I just had to laugh out loud because there's a moment where he escapes and he climbs a tree and uh, they're throwing rocks at him to uh, to kind of knock him out of the tree and eventually they they hit him and the way he falls and hits that car and bounces off 
just made me like I laughed. I had a pause in the movie. I was laughing so hard. I just could not let it go. Just the way he thudded against that car. You know, I got to say, funny. Kudos, I got to say kudos to that stunt man, though, because yeah. he hit that car so awkwardly. <laughs> I mean, it looked real. I mean, it, even if it was a, yeah. a stunt double or if it was a dummy or something yeah. like that, it looked real it, and it looked like it fucking hurt. Yeah, that was right up <laughs> oh that my car. God. I was laughing so hard. The uh, there's uh, so the actors were great in it. It was an original story. It's yeah. not something that you've you've really uh, seen a lot of. But it's something um, I've heard people joke about, which I think is the funniest part of this whole movie is there's kind of an underlying joke of like the crazy guy, the crazy girl keeping people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my shitty friends that make that joke. <laughs> I love you guys. But um, <laughs> like the people under like being kept under the floorboards. Oh, and I'm stuff. getting to that. I'm getting to that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, yeah. I feel like. You're right. It's an original story, but I feel like it's something people have joked about for forever. Like there's everyone has a kid in their class that we all know has like his mom's tit sliced off and in a box under his bed. We all know that person. Um, I, I, I don't <laughs> Go know ahead. that person. I'm right. sorry. Well, we pro- I like we to probably that know guy. that person. Yeah. But we just don't know that that's what he has. <laughs> um, you know what I really liked also was uh, actually uh, uh, that it was quick to the action. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yes. It was an hour and 22 minute movie. I think yeah. 20 minutes into this movie is all it gave you to kind of set up. And then it went right in to all the all the, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So it does not make you wait a super long time to develop a, a ton, but it developed just enough to like give a shit. And even cutting away to the other scenes, the ones that didn't involve Brent and Lola, Princess and Daddy and all that stuff. Those didn't last no. very long. No. Like I said, it was just enough to, to give you a little bit of relief and yeah. bring you right back in. Yeah. I didn't think they needed the basement trolls. Um, <laughs> I, I think it was fun. I, I don't that. think they needed it. There was no reason to have those things down there other than kill count and to watch daddy be eaten. That's it. Those are the, those are the two things they did down there. Otherwise, there, there's no reason for those things down there at all. So you don't think there should have been a basement thing at all either then? Um, I think kicking him down into the basement was like, that's kind of a, a that, that's what I, well, that's not what I would do, but that's what I would do. Um, Shit. But uh, it gave him he's a the, reason. He's the guy. With he's the, the guy. Shut the, the fuck up. It gave him bodies to stack so he could get out of there. So I get it. I, I got, that's why he's down there. I wanted that crazy bitch to live. I wanted Princess to live. Really? I was so I was like, don't run her face over. Don't do that. That's not cool. Let that chick live another day and go to a, a, a funny farm and like, let's follow her there and see who she falls in love with. Because there's a shit ton of crazy people there. So you're, I, are you saying you'd like to see, a, you would have liked to have seen a sequel or you'd like to see uh, like a scene at the end? Maybe a little like. A stinger, like of her sitting mm-hmm. there falling in love with the crazy guy across the room playing chess or something. Right. I don't know. But I didn't want her face ran over, I guess. I didn't think she needed that. She deserved it, but she didn't need it. Um, also, the mother at the end did not react for shit when her kid got out of that car all bloodied and everything. She was just like, oh, welcome home. You're you're got fucked up, but welcome home. Let me give you a hug. And she gave that big little group hug at the end. Without her face didn't change at all. It was just, I'm happy to see you. What kind of prom night did you have? I I thought that was kind of odd as well because she had some really great moments prior to that. Yeah. Breaking down and just being hysterical because, I mean, obviously she had already lost her husband. And, you know, now she's thinking she's lost her son. Yeah. So. And the girlfriend took a really long time to tie Lola and her boyfriend together. Well, it took... But, but it's too long. Right. But it's one of those things where your boyfriend tells you, well, this girl asked me out and then tie that into, well, my boyfriend's missing. I mean, it's only a day. Yeah. You know, I don't know that unless she knows, and, unless and, she happens to know that princess is fucking nuts. And maybe he wanders off a that. lot and climbs the mountains with his bare hands a lot. But that know. comes into play later, though. You know, him doing the rock climbing comes into yeah. play when he, he has to use his upper the, body strength to get yeah. out of that pit. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing, uh, the last cool thing I thought of, and I don't remember seeing this the first time I, I watched the movie, but I remembered it last night, was at the beginning of the movie, they're dodging a guy to hit mm-hmm. the tree. Yeah. And it comes back that to that, that was, at the end. That was one of Princess's. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool also. Yeah. So, I think they, because at first I was going, well, why did they even start with mm-hmm. that? Other than to say that he can't drive, so his girlfriend drives for yeah. him, which yeah. causes some tension with the mom and uh, some other things. 
But then when they were going through the scrapbook and they show that picture mm-hmm. and that ties in, I thought, oh, great. Yeah. I'm glad they were yep. able to do that. They brought that around really nice. And then they brought it in at the end when he was able to swerve past his girlfriend and yeah. then come back onto the road yeah. to smack into Princess. Yeah. So I think just the only downer for me on that movie was they killed they killed Princess. I would have liked to see a little bit of a, a punch mm-hmm. at the end. But I like those kind of things. Yeah. So. Yeah. You also like to see everybody die. Uh, yeah, it's like either kill everybody or, you know, let the... Or, or something good, yeah. yeah, let yeah the no, I get that. Psycho Chick live, I guess. I thought the use of music in this movie was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole, am I not pretty enough? That was that awesome. They, that they overused, or that, I don't want to say they overused, they used over and over, but it was effective. They didn't, they didn't overuse it. Mm-hmm. And, and her singing it at the end. Her singing it at the very yeah. end. And then also <laughs> that song playing over this montage of all of her dolls in sexual positions. That was so freaking bizarre, you know, cause she's, you're doing that. You're going, what the fuck is going on here? And then it cuts to the scrapbook and you're seeing all this weird shit going on. You're going, oh, okay, she's crazy. We get it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. We get it now. I do wish this movie would come out in like mainstream a little more mm-hmm. because I haven't seen a lot of Australian horror like this. And then like the only other one I can really conjure in a memory is Wolf Creek. Oh, yeah. Wolf Creek Creek is not, not great. Like it's just kind of middle. I think it's just kind of middle of the road, but like, I don't really think of Australian horror. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, this is the only movie I really think of as like a highlight. And I think if it kind of caught on more, I Mm -hmm. think maybe we would see more of what Australia has got to offer. I caught it on Hulu. The first time I caught it was Hulu. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Where I caught it. Yeah. I don't think it's, I tried to find it on Hulu. It's no longer there. I know it's on Amazon Prime for sure. Those are my main notes on the level. There were just little touches in this whole thing that I thought were really great. You know, when they're doing the the crowning of King and Queen with those little paper party hats Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know, when, when it's announced that she's queen and it's like, you know, blow into your whistle, you know, which is those weird yeah. Yeah. New Year's things. You know, just little things like that that just kept him on edge, you know. There were things that, what did she inject into his neck? I couldn't I was, quite it, tell. It was a, like, it looked like Windex, but I mean, like, what could she have done it was, it was that blue, wouldn't kill him? Yeah. But it, you know, it was blue. It was something that wouldn't kill him, but would destroy his voice. Yeah. Because at that point, he was not able to talk anymore. And you learn from the the chuds down in the basement that they couldn't talk. And that's been probably years separate. So it's yeah. obviously something that really destroys the vocal cords. But I had no idea what, what she injected it, them with. There's a lot of movies, horror movies, where people are just injecting people with shit. And they never say what it is. And I'm yeah. like, where, all the, where are these mysterious <laughs> drugs? Who's selling them to you is the big thing. I'm like, who is just... Which pharmacist is just like, oh, yeah. You yeah. can have some of that. Yeah, you can have some of this. It's fine. <laughs> you know, we're we're totally spoiling this for Greg, by the way. Aren't we, Greg? Oh, shit. Greg's still there? Yeah. He's still on. He's been so listening. Quiet. I didn't hear that he hung up. No, he said he was going to I'm listening. muted. There were some other things that I thought were really nice touches. You know, like when they're nailing his foot to the floor with the knives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she kept saying, cry. Yeah. Cry. And he refused to do that. I mean, this guy had, I mean, had his skull drilled into yeah. and he's like no you know i mean he just he put up a hell of a fight which yeah. character daddy or princess did you think was more crazy princess 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 yeah okay. she kind yeah. of i mean everybody was nuts but yeah. and I, mean, I just want to say lola did such a fantastic job yeah. of being oh, nuts yeah the, like, the actress who did this i don't have her name down here but she was phenomenal when I uh, really when they job. do the salt bit and the dad's just like a little bit of salt at a time and she it takes the lid off and just it. fucking dumps it i was like that's the worst well, thing you she, could did, ever didn't do she say something like too much is bad for you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much is bad for you, Talking about the health yeah. issues, but yeah. then she dumps the whole fucking thing oh, on him. Was, I was, that made me hurt. Oh, so. yeah, that was great. I love the little things, you know, like he, after he abducted Brent, he's driving along, and there's a dead possum on the road. He just stops, backs up, grabs it, throws it in the car, and then keeps going because he knows he's got to feed the chuds later on. <sighs> yeah. You know, it's just, there's just little things in this that I just, I think nice little touches that made this movie better than what it, probably was in the beginning and just made it really, really enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta say I, for a movie that I don't think I ever would have really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, one. it was good. Yeah. So 
Good. Should we give scores? Let's give it scores. Uh, we Our ranking system is we go by scary factor, we go by gore factor, and then overall rating. So let's start with the scare factor. Scary-wise for me, too. I mean, there's no scares. I mean, there's nothing scary mm-hmm. about it. One or two. It's pretty, it's pretty light. I'll actually give it a four. It's not scary, but... As I'm going to go back to that creepy, creepy daddy-daughter vibe. Uh, gotcha. It gave me the creeps. So gotcha. I'll, I'll give it a four or five, I think. And I got to say, I like how consistent they were on that whole incestuous, almost incestuous relationship. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't from him more. It was from her. Yeah. She totally had daddy issues yeah. going on in this movie. It's not that he was not Helping. open to it. <laughs> I guess, but she was always the one instigating, and, and then he would react to certain things that she would do. So yeah, yeah, they got so close at one point. I was just um, like, during do the it. dance, just do it, no. just fucking do no, it. No, I think <laughs> they, I think they stopped it at the right yeah, moment. They did, you yeah. know, they did. So, uh, yeah, the scare factor. I'm gonna. I, I agree with Josh. It's probably two, yeah. maybe even lower, because there just wasn't it anything wasn't there yeah. to yeah. build the tension. That type of thing. Yeah. So let's go with the gore factor then. Yeah, seven or eight for me. Seven, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. It's, it was up there. There's a lot of good uh, gore spots in there. Yeah. So, yeah, for me. I'll give it a five, which is pretty high for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that they did, it wasn't outrageous, but it looked painful. Yeah. yeah I was just like, I don't want any of that to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was handled so well, I would probably give it a seven and eight. As, yeah. as you know, kind of like what Josh did, because it, I mean, they didn't hide stuff on no. this. I mean, they were stabbing him in the neck and all that other stuff. It, I, they handled it really, yeah. really well in this. Mm-hmm. Some good spots. So, overall rating eight for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, eight. This was a fantastic movie. Yeah, I give it eight or nine. I was just, yeah. like I said, I was just pleasantly surprised with this one. I think you guys are rubbing off on me. Or something, because I'm much more open to these types of movies now. Well, as I said, would you classify this as a torture porn? Because no, it's I not, don't think yeah, so, I was going to say, though. it doesn't have that just straight, <laughs> look at this shit. Like, no, but there's enough of the torture in there mm-hmm. that I would I would say before, maybe a year ago, I would have preferred not to have seen that. I don't need to see anybody driving like, knives through somebody's feet into the floor. It's not like you're watching Hostel, though. You no, know, I, I it's think the way next step than... is for you to watch Martyrs. Oh, no. I'll, I'll give me about a year. Okay. Maybe. Baby steps. We'll see. All right. I'm we'll writing see. this date down. <laughs> <laughs> it is October. Uh, so we definitely recommend The Loved Ones yes. to everybody. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free on Prime. Uh, Prime costs you nothing to have an account. Well, yeah, it does. I fucking lied there. There <laughs> yeah. is a there is a charge for Prime. Um, One of your friends has Prime. Yeah. and will let you borrow that. Yeah, you know, and that's but, the thing about Prime is they don't care if you share. Yeah, yeah they don't. Yeah. Hunt it down. Uh, the loved one to, uh, ones is uh, fantastic. Yep. So plugs. Who wants to do plugs? Greg, do you still want to plug? I can plug. Go plug. My name is Greg, the movie guy, and I am the best movie reviewer that you have never heard of. I write movie reviews with a positive spin over at gregthemoviegui.com. Most recently, I've dropped a couple really, really exciting uh, reviews. One from Prairie Lights Film Festival, Dreaming of a Better World, has topped itself as the most viewed post that I have put on my page, and I'm very excited about that. I got a message from the director herself that said that she was very appreciative of the words that I had said, so that's got to be worth something good. Recently posted a review on the newest Halloween movie, and coming soon, you will see a review on The Star is Born, or A Star is Born. That is gregthemovieguy.com. Pop on by and read what you see. Maddie, you got a plug, right? Uh, Yeah, I do, and I also want to touch really quick on Prairie Lights. As I said, I was not there, and I just wanted, I kind of felt like I was coming across as being a bitch that I didn't (laughs) want to be there. Last year, I was in a car accident, and I have a damaged disc in my spine, and it makes it incredibly difficult for me to sit for over an hour, so I would not have been able to sit through hours and hours and hours of film i would have not been having a good time so i was not there because i did not want to just because there are not enough painkillers in the world but on to my plug scream box i know uh halloween's kind of wrapping up but 
horror can happen all year long. So sign up. You can still get your free trial. You can still, they're doing something right now really cool where you can see stuff for free. I don't even think you need an account. Um, they're really rocking it over there for Halloween. So if you are one of those people that only watches scary movies on Halloween, sign up, get your free trial. You'll probably stay forever. Only $4 a month. You can do it. So screenboxTV.com. Yeah, my, my plug is basically gone and over. But who says you can't start over? Look, we went to the Pretty Lights Film Festival with this last, uh, this just a few two weeks, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It was so awesome, and it was such a good time, and there's such awesome people there, and a ton of great filmmakers to talk to. Uh, the Film Freeway page <laughs> is open. If you are a filmmaker, you are in Nebraska, from Nebraska, have ties to Nebraska, go check out that Film Freeway page. You can submit your movie now. Go if you are a filmmaker and do that. Next year's <laughs> uh, festival is October 11th, 12th, and 13th. There's gonna uh, They're already tossing around a ton of really fantastic fun ideas of the kind of stuff they're going to show there next year i'm super excited about just the stuff i've heard uh go to the prelates film fest page on facebook and just check out last year's past years all the years and uh just kind of kind of see what it's all about especially if you're a filmmaker that film freeway page is open it's an awesome place to show your stuff go check it out that's my plug Go, Patrick. All right. I'll make this quick. Everybody, help us out. Make sure that you head on over to iTunes or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on and review and rate us. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and many, many more. You can check us out online. Find us on Twitter at MFrightCast. Follow us and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Midnight FrightCast. And you can also find us on Instagram. So share Share, share, and share some more. Post it on your walls and tell your friends. And also be sure to check out our films at MidnightFrightFilms.com. You can find us on YouTube as well, Midnight Fright Films. Uh, so for Maddie and Patrick and the Doctor of Filmonomics, I'm Josh. That was the Midnight Frightcast episode number 42. We will see you next time. Next time.